happy Hunger Games. And may the odds be ever in your favor. And welcome to our The 100 Podcast, brought to you by the Aficionados Podcast Network. My name is Brittany Ray, and I'm a 27-year-old writer in Vancouver, BC. I'm on Twitter at, at Britannia, where I can be found attempting journalism and talking about my cat. My dream travel destination is to visit every Disney park worldwide, so like, I've done California, Florida, and I need Paris, Shanghai, and Tokyo. And my name is Robin Jeffrey. I'm a 22-year-old film student from Alberta, Canada. I like brooding anti-heroes and feminist agendas, and I have way too much knowledge regarding details that no one else remembers. I run At The 100 Script on Twitter, and you can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey pretty much everywhere. My dream travel destination would be Oahu for the lost tours and the lost locations, but I did that already, so now it's probably London to see the Harry Potter studio tour. That's a really good choice. Thank you. Today, we have words to say about episode 410 of The 100, Die All, Die Merrily. Um, and I just want to say for the record, I'm recording in a house in Hawaii. There's no way to escape these birds. So the background of this podcast is just going to be some lovely birds. And then sometimes maybe a rooster. Take it as some, like, ASMR. Yeah, it sounds real nice. <laughs> Until the rooster starts screaming. Yeah, feel relaxed. Uh, while we talk about this giant death battle, just uh, <laughs> just be relaxed. Be relaxed. It's just the Hunger Games. Yeah. Uh, so usually this is where I would tell you where we're like splitting things up, but you can't really split this one up. So we're going chronologically with this one. Heck yes. Heck yeah. Okay. Overall, how'd you feel about this episode? Positively until the last five minutes and then I wanted to scream. Um, but overall I actually really liked it. Yeah. I think it's probably one of the best episodes of the season. For sure. The concept itself, the execution, it was just, it was a cool episode. Yeah, it was good. Also, like, I was like, I can't tell if I love this because it's a good episode or if I love this because, like, I haven't watched Hunger Games in a while and I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, overall, I was pretty pleased with it. Um, I'm really glad, like, I know that most people are really upset with how many deaths we got, but, I mean, I think it's kind of nice that the show didn't decide to just like veer off the rules that they had set you know yeah because if they had veered off any more than like clark already did it would disrespect the entire foundation of how most of grounder culture works so yeah. people i had really to did die. think that um like i did think that Ilian was gonna die but i also yeah. almost kind of wanted them to pita and katniss it really I was kind of hoping they were, just because I really, I know that most people didn't care about Ilian at all, but I really liked him. Oh, I didn't care. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. That, no, that's okay. I liked him, though. And I thought Chai was great. No, Chai was amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, he was mm -hmm. so good. I just didn't <laughs> connect with he and Octavia's relationship. Right. I really wanted Luna... Like, I knew that Rowan was probably going to die at some point, because I don't know if they could have sustained that character. Right. But Luna had so much more to, like, live for. Like, she, her character had so many more places she could have gone. Yeah, agree. So, but we'll get there, I think. And Luna was on the show less than Rowan was, even. Yeah. Because, I mean, Ilian was the, 
the one who was on the smallest. He was just on for season four. And then Luna, just a couple episodes into season three, and then mm-hmm. to this place. And then Roan from first episode of season three on. Yeah. And it's like, what if we stopped <clears throat> killing all the Grounder characters? That would be nice. But we still have Indra and Gaia. And Echo. Yep. And Nyla. And Nyla! Hmm. I'm so glad that Peaceful Little Bean was not around. Yeah. She'd be so appalled. Uh, So the first uh, note that I have in here is that Bellamy's like, Octavia, we'll find someone else to fight. Who? Who, who, Bellamy? Who? Who? Who are you? Like, who, who? I'm like, like, literally, this is all that I can say about this. Just that no, you can't find someone else to fight because who else would it be? Unless you're allowed to bring guns into the arena. Which you're not. I don't think that was allowed. No, that was a rule that they set down, that Clark said at the end of last episode. Yeah, so... Mm -hmm. Sorry, Bellamy, I don't know who else is really gonna do it. You know that gif of Kelly from The Office where she, like, says, I love it, and then looks into the camera and just shakes her head subtly... That's, like, exactly what Clark is doing right now. It's She's so saying, true. I believe in you, Octavia! And then looking at Bellamy and going, uh-uh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And it's like, but why wouldn't you believe in her? I don't see you with the sword, Clark. Clark? Whatever. Clark? The next thing is that Octavia goes up and accepts the sigil for Sky Crew and goes and stands next to Roan. And there's this moment that, like, I legitimately laughed out loud at where she hmm. and Roan just, like, simultaneously look at each other and I'm like oh you guys this is such an awkward little moment hey tension little babies and then alien and he says he's not there for Octavia he's there for Trishana crew and it's like but what was the truth there but but you're here for Octavia right yeah he's like the guy who won't give up but he's actually a nice dude but he also just wants her he really wants her to be like the refor- reformed warrior like him, and it's like, no, dude, you hooked up with a murder kid. You should have known that it was a murder kid. Alas. Sorry. You did. You had to unlock her backstory, her tragic backstory. Man, I'm still sad. <laughs> About Ilian? Yeah. I know, I liked that guy. I wanted more from that guy. Like, my whole problem with Ilian is that we, like, knew nothing about him. We didn't, like, mm-hmm. all we knew is that he was in the City of Light. And, but I wanted um, to know more. Yeah, and then he killed his whole family, and then he didn't really seem to deal with that a whole lot, because then he was busy making out with Octavia. So, like, in this Hunger Games-esque scenario, Gaia Mm -hmm. is the Seneca Crane, or the President Snow. I'm leaning towards Seneca Crane because she's not evil. Yeah, definitely Seneca. She even uses the word Victor. Right? I was like, okay, so we're just leaning into that. Alright. So then... If Octa- Octavia's always the Katniss, yes. Yeah. Ilian's PETA, but he doesn't live. Question. Mm-hmm. Octavia has two advisors. Yeah. Um, so which one... Is Hamish? Yeah. And which one's Effie? Well, it's not so much Hamish and Effie, is Hamish and, um... Crap, what the hell is his name? Who? Give me... Her stylist. Oh, oh, um, Cinna. Yeah, which one's Hamish and which one's Cinna? Because Effie is clearly, like, either, um, 
Gaia or someone else. Right. I wonder if Effie... Uh, I almost want to say that Cinna is Indra. <gasps> oh, because she gifts her er, with a sword? Okay. Yeah. And, like, Cinna takes things really seriously and, like, is giving actual advice, you know? Well, actual advice would be, like, I mean... That's why I yeah, feel like Kane is, right. Kane is Haymitch, I think. Kane is so Haymitch. And then I think that makes Bellamy Effie. Oh my god. That makes me so happy. I, or, like, there's two Haymitches. No, I don't want that. I want Bellamy to be Effie. All right. All right, Bellamy is Effie now. Okay. I mean, he has good hair. Yeah. So then Luna shows up, and they're like, we know you, you ran from your conclave. And she's like, but here I am. Surprise, bitch. Bet you thought you'd seen the last of me. I thought it was it was interesting, though, because Guy is like, oh, we didn't think you would want to fight. And she's like, well, I do. And they're like, well, good thing that we thought of that and got your sigil ready anyway. Yeah, and your little sign that you stand next to. Yeah. Like, no big deal. Our, like, armory and our, like, blacksmith were up through the night, but you can participate, I wonder I if, I do, and I don't. Like, th- this means nothing. But I wonder if maybe if she hadn't shown up, if they would, like, put their put her sigil on her little flag thingy, and then everyone would run toward that, and then that's how they would start, like, at the battle to go faster. Oh, that's a really cool idea. It's like, I wonder if that was the cornucopia, was just where Luna was supposed to stand. And instead, it, it had the opposite effect because no one wanted to get anywhere near her. That's an actually really cool idea, dude. Thanks. Headcanon accepted. Cool. All right. So Luna's like, I'm fighting for death. I want everyone to die. Is she saying I'm also going to die or is she saying I'm going to sit in there by myself? I think she's definitely saying I'm going to sit in there by myself. Cool. What did you think of Luna's dark turn? I mean, I get it, but I'm like, um, okay. Uh, I, I mean... I feel like I can't talk intelligently about this just because I'm not Luna, but, like, if it was me, I'd be like, everyone gets to play. So, I don't really get it. I mean, I get where she's coming from because she's her, but if it was me, I'd be like, that makes no sense. Gotcha. I wouldn't want to be down there by myself. I loved Luna's dark turn because Mm -hmm. I loved that it was entirely Sky Crew's fault. Right. Like, they, they broke her. Which is not fair. They broke her and then kind of just left her. Mm-hmm. And she, her best friend Raven must be so sad. I bet. But how's she to know? Yeah, that's the thing that's going to be really sad is, like, Raven doesn't know that Luna's dead. Yeah. And, like, Murphy doesn't know that Luna's dead. No. And that's going to suck. Yeah. Because I really think there was more space for Luna on this show. Like, I agree. To, like, evolve back into, like, somewhere in between the warrior and the vigilant peacemaker Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because we need more peacemakers on this show like it can't just be you know kane even though i'm fine with it being kane so they have a training center like it's so hunger games that they have a (laughs) training center apparently it's also battle royale but i don't have any knowledge of battle royale so i can't speak on it yeah like my experience with this is basically just the hunger games yeah me too so, we would love to hear someone's thoughts about the Battle Royale part of this, so hit yeah. us up. Send us a real long DM, we'll read it on the air. On the 
air. On the air. Uh, and, okay, so Octavia has Lincoln's tattoos on her face. How amazing was that? It was amazing. It's just, the, like, the little lines, right? Like, it's not all of his tattoos. It's just the... It's just the one that was on his chest. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Which is such a fitting tribute to him. Yeah, I agree. And then she accepts Indra's sword, and they say, you are my people, which is what Clark said in season two. I think Indra knew what Octavia was going to do the entire time. Mm-hmm. Because she's talking very cryptically about, like, doing the right thing and making different choices. And I'm like, okay, so Indra believed in her heart of hearts that Octavia not only would win, but would choose to allow everyone in. Right. Right? Like, that's pretty clear, right? Well, here's the thing. is That's what I was wondering, is if Indra was saying... She was, like, implying that, like, there was a right answer. And yeah. when she did the thing at the end, I was like, was that what you were hoping? Yeah, I think that's exactly what she thought. I couldn't tell if what Indra was hoping was... Everyone gets a spot. Every clan gets pe- gets spots. Or if she was hoping, I'm playing for Sky Crew and Tree Crew, and that would be it. Interesting. It, it, it could have been Sky Crew and Tree Crew. Yeah. I don't know. I know that Indra clearly wasn't like, you don't have to just let Sky Crew in because it's up to you. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't sure if she was saying, also invite Asgeta because those guys are cool, hey? <laughs> yeah, that was like the one flaw in that plan is like, if Indra expected Octavia to let everyone in, had she already made peace with the fact that she would live with Asgera? Right. I don't know. Or she's like, I assume Theo isn't going to win because that guy sucks. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> like he was, like, never on the show before. He was the second one to die. Yeah. Why, why did they send such a crappy warrior out? I like when they bring back little characters and then immediately kill them. Robin's like, I'm really attached to them all. Stop doing that. I love them all as if they are my children. I know. Me too. I don't, though. Then... I do. I do. Gaia comes up and it's just like, we need two advisors to the war getta. Talk to me about the word war getta. So getta means nation, right? Or what does getta mean? No, crew means, like, nation slash crew. So what does getta mean? Um, that's a great question. I can actually tell you that. See, I thought that it was like... As, as, because we never hear as crew. Uh, yeah, technically it's as getta crew. But we've heard tree getta before. Yeah, that's like the long thing of uh, tree crew. And like the tree crew's full thing is tree getta crew. Like I wonder if getta means place. And war means like war. War place. Getta, noun. Post-military place as a part of a compound or gathering. Okay. Okay, that makes sense then. Cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. Shout out to the Trigger to Slang Dictionary. They're like, please, everyone else go to their designated safe zone. And I'm like, sweet. <laughs> Everyone's just hanging out. Sounds fun. So Clark wants to cheat, I guess. Cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. Like Clark says something and Bellamy's like, you want us to cheat? And I'm like, where'd you get cheating out of that sentence? And also, since what is Bellamy not down to cheat on something? <laughs> He's like... Are you kidding me? I, li- I really like it, though, because it was like, he was offended because Clark wanted to cheat because she didn't believe in Octavia. And Bellamy's like, wait a minute. Right. I believe in Octavia. What the hell is wrong with you? Heckin', that's not fair. Exactly. 
Kane thinks like they'll definitely honor the winner because that's how their rules go. And Jaha and Clark are like, mm, I don't know, because they're the same person today, I guess. So this is, like, a great example of, like, how people view religion. Mm-hmm. Is you either respect the traditions or you think that they're, like, magic slash religious bullshit. Right. And Cain, as a guest in their territory and a guest in their, like, entire culture respects how they do things mm-hmm. and says, okay. And Jaha and Clark, who... I honestly... I thought Clark knew better than this. I'm really displeased with Clark. Like, even in this one scene where all of a sudden she's talking about, like, how we might have to cheat and maybe Octavia won't win and Jaha's, like, being, like, this weird poisonous voice in her ear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Jaha has absolutely no respect four grounders and it's like why is jaha the new pike i don't like either of them especially because not pike clark yeah but like especially because jaha helped end the lives of so many grounders because of what happened in the city of light didn't say sorry Mm -hmm. hasn't had an ounce of remorse for any of that and then still thinks of them as beneath him when he is the person who helped who like caused their suffering right Uh uh-uh do not like. No, it's a, he's so garbagey. It's bad. Which is upsetting because I was getting on board the Jaha train. Mm-hmm. I almost I almost forgave him, but I don't anymore, definitely. Yeah. So Kane says the words, we are all grounders now, which is a throwback to season one. Yeah. That was not his finest moment. <laughs> um, Bellamy... Wants Clark to go and be one of the advisors, but Clark's like, that's a bad idea because um, I want to do something shady, and you won't do it, so I gotta do it. Like, I gotta I gotta go play hide-and-seek with Jaha, okay? So then Clark goes over to Roan and Echo, and you know that Roan's really mad yeah. at her because he, let, he lets Echo stay, and they just, like, cross their arms and look at her and go, well... What do you have to say to your, say for yourself, Clark? I also love that Echo's, like, finally vindicated in her hatred of Clark. She's, like, finally... It's, like, that one person that you everyone mm-hmm. hates, but you don't have a reason to hate. And then they do something crappy, and all of a sudden you, you're like, yes, everyone knows now. That's Echo with Clark. Yeah. Clark is pretty much being like, we can't beat Luna, so we should kill Luna on the down low. I want to cheat immediately and disrespect everything about this tradition. She says, I want humanity to survive even if it's not my own people. And I'm like, where did that go, my dude? Okay, so what the hell? What do you think of that? I'm just confused. I don't really have, like, a theory as to what she means or anything. I just think, like, what are you even talking about? Because I don't... I think that she knew what she was going to do before this scene even. Because I think that she knew she was going to have to cheat. I don't think she knew exactly how she was going to until Jaha was like, hey, I have an idea. But I think she knew that she was going to do anything that that had to be done to make sure Sky Crew is in that bunker. But the issue is she says even not my, like, not even my people. So it's like Clark has spent this whole season talking about, like, you know, 
my people, but then you everyone has to think about everyone's people, but then she accuses Rowan of only thinking about Asgeta when Rowan's actually probably been thinking about everyone as much as Clark has in that they're both kind of selfish mm-hmm. with their people, but that they also value life. I'm sure you heard, like, the theme of this season is, like, transcending tribalism. Right. Right? Yeah. The whole, like, everyone, like, the marketing around this has been, like, that theme of, like, transcending tribalism, which is the most problematic phrase in the entire world. So I'm Mm -hmm. saying it with, like, air quotes, okay? Picture me with air quotes. Got it. Transcending tribalism. So what that really was code for was screwing over your own people? You got it! Because I don't think transcending tribalism was supposed to be about that. It was supposed to be about uniting the clans. Mm-hmm. Like Lexa wanted. Correct. So, Kane is mentioning to Octavia that the Blue Cliff girl is left-handed, and the Plains plus Valley, is, are they're slow, and Bellamy's like, you can just hide, and they're like, you don't have to kill all of them, you just have to kill the last one, which my mom pointed out was kind of a play on words, because Luna is the last one. Yeah. And she's the last one of Flow Crew. And so she comes in and says, I'm the last one. And then they say, you just have to kill the last one. Oh, no, I'm sad. Sorry, but it's kind of a cool thing. I'm super here for the Kane Bellamy War Council. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really good at it. Um, then they're like, you have to go to the tower. And Kane hugs Octavia. Thoughts? Dad Kane! Yep. He's li- he's their dad now. With his children. Because Octavia let somebody hug her. Mm-hmm. She let two people hug her. Yeah. She let Indra hug her and she let Kane hug her. That's a big deal for Octavia. True. So I think whatever, like, conflict Kane and Bellamy have had and stuff, like, they've put enough of it aside to be like, yeah, actually, we're like a small little family. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, Yeah. The only family here is the Griffins. Well, welcome to the Kane Blakes. And then here's the thing where someone says, maybe we meet again, and they say, we will. And they probably will, I assume. Yeah, I'm, well, you know. Yeah. I guess that's up to Clark. Correct. <clears throat> uh, then, so, all the Flame Keepers are bald. Why? And they're all men. Why is Gaia allowed to be a Flame Keeper if she's a lady and she has hair? Um, because she was the best. I hope so. I think it's that she's, and she seems to be like the head one too. Yeah. Which is strange to me. I don't know. I'm confused about how this happened. Or is it because she has the flame? It's probably because she has the flame. You know, she's Indra's daughter. She's probably the absolute like best at her job. She's the most devout. Just like Indra. Yeah. That's nice. It's that she's literally the person that's most qualified for the job. Mm-hmm. And those other baldies can just follow her. She should have been the flame keeper instead of Titus. Agree. We would not be in this situation. So then there's the Theo, and we saw Theo, I think it was in season two? Okay. When he was beating up Octavia? You oh my god, this? was he that guy? Yeah, yeah, he was that guy. And then Octavia kept getting up again because it makes her stronger. That was the first, like, Dad Kane and Octavia moment. Yeah. That was him. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Okay, I didn't know that was him. Oh, oh, R.I.P. in pieces, my dude. 
Yeah. So do you think that Polis was made all like maze-ish before or after the Conclave decision? What do you mean? Like the first Conclave or this Conclave? Like Polis is, it, it, it's, it's an arena because it has all of these like alleyways and like places to hide and stuff. Yeah. Was that like, was it made like, it seems like things are piled up to make walls like a like a maze i think that they probably arranged the city you think so for the conclave yeah a little like i think a lot of it is yeah. just like the mess of polis and the way polis is like mm-hmm. as a city but yeah i think they definitely set up like certain things yeah okay cool like that was my question <laughs> yeah um okay so octavia hides from theo in like this awesome way where he literally just walks on top of her which ooh is a parallel yeah, she's the girl under the floor. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Did you you could hear my revelation. Yeah. Um it was like Robin has a light bulb. So Roan kills this other dude who's number one to die, and then Octavia's watching this. And here's where I see a little bit of season one Octavia. Because hmm. like she's actually like, Oh oh crap, okay, well maybe I am scared. They're like, oh, maybe I did get it in a little deep here. Mm-hmm. I've made a huge mistake. So Guy is watching from above. Guy is watching from above, and then Roan kills Theo. Where did and they get big-ass binoculars? I don't know, and Bellamy has his, like, brokey binoculars that he's, like, a pirate with. Oh, my God, he looked like such a dum-dum. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, guys, I'm keeping a watchful eye out. I'm just keeping an eye I, on I things. Mean, I don't even know. Like, I wonder if they have those for regular conclaves or not. I mean, probably. Yeah. So then Gaia's upset about that because that's her clan. And so now she doesn't get to go into the bunker, mm. presumably. And notice the guy who's standing beside her is a flame keeper, and he's bald, but he has a beard. Well, they have to have a little variety. I guess so. Do you think if it's, like, if you're born and you lose your hair by, like, age 40, you have to become a flame keeper? That would suck. You're like, oh, oh, you lost your hair? Oh, flamekeeper. If your father's a, fa- a flamekeeper, then, you know, your male pattern baldness runs in the family. Uh. And then you're probably going to have to be a flamekeeper. <laughs> your destiny has been set. <laughs> so then, Gael Com Ingran- Ingranrona crew. Which one is that? Do we know? You tried. Um, it is, Ingrun Rona crew is Plains Riders. Okay. So, shout out to Plains Riders for being last. Yeah. And then Theo. And so now we're down two. And then Gaia and Indra have a hug, and Indra gets to hug two people, and it's exciting. I love this slight softening of Indra. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I like that we get to see more of, like, a human side of her as opposed to, like, the stoic warrior. Yeah. I think it goes a lot to sort of pushing away that sort of stereotype that she's been caught in as, like, the angry black woman. Right. Like, she gets to have these nice, soft moments with everyone, and I think that's really cool. And then Bellamy mentions that he didn't get to say I love you to Octavia, and Kane's like, she knows. The Blake siblings haven't really actually had that any of that reconciliation, so mm-hmm. they had to have sort of that moment where it's like, okay, bye, hope I see you again, and I love you, but I'm not going to hug you because I know that we're still kind of have, like, tension, but, like, you know, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, Kane knows because he's a good dad. Correct. And I think it's just, like, a really nice moment. 
Uh, so then Luna finds Octavia, and they have this talk about Lincoln and who he would be ashamed of. And uh, Luna mentions that Sky Crew taught her that people are cruel and violent and selfish. And then, surprise, what does Sky Crew do? But they're cruel, violent, and selfish. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Octavia's arm gets cut, and then the pipes fall on Luna. I honestly, I can't blame Luna for any of the Scorched Earth campaign. No. Sky Crew and Clark and Abby and everyone, they treated her horribly. Agree. They treated her like a medical experiment. Mm-hmm. And so did Rowan. Then Ilian finds her, and it's interesting because he puts his weapon down, and the Octavia that I know would continue having her knife up. Uh, yeah. Even if he did, but she puts it down. Like, they, like, she trusts him, and that's nice. I, I miss Ilian. Yeah. She knew that he would not harm her. Eh. Sorry, buddy. I'm sad. I'm sorry. It's okay. I guess that's what happens when you're a love interest on The 100. That isn't part of the regular cast. Like, if you're not the main character, careful. Yep. So then he wants to make an alliance, and he says, I won't be your enemy. And she's like, I'm not the girl you want me to be. And next time she sees him, she'll kill him, and that's a promise. Yikes! Yikes. Mini Saz. So, you know, in terms of, like, this alliance stuff? Mm-hmm. How come no one tried to do an alliance with, like, Tree Crew? Well, because Theo just immediately died. I know, but, like, you'd think they, they would go do that immediately. Oh, like, before it even started? Yeah, if Theo was smart, he yeah. would have gone to try and set an alliance out. I'm just constantly offended on behalf of Tree Crew because no one treats them with respect. Correct. Agree. Yeah. So then Sangeta crew is down, and there's a masked person killing. So Echo's the one who killed Sangeta crew. Uh, but she has a blue cliff mask on, I guess? Yeah. She's, like, in disguise. And she has a bow, which is Katniss's heck. Yeah. And so now Asgeta has two people in the battlefield, and Kane wants him to wait until dark to go and get her. I love how quick you can see Kane's mind working in that scene. Right. Where he knew mm-hmm. he couldn't talk Belly Man out of it, so it's like, what's the second best solution here? Yeah. That was really cool. So then Octavia is surrounded, and Ilian comes in and helps, and, you know, there's not, a lot we, there's not a lot we can say. We pretty much have to be like, and then they fight. Like, there wasn't a whole lot of dialogue. No. Um... So then she cuts off his hand and stabs him in the head, and that guy dies, and then... So I guess those two just killed three more clans, but she won't kill Ilian, and she's like, if it comes down to the two of us, what are we gonna do? And I'm like, Pete, I Katniss it! Please! And then, it's really nice, because there's this moment where she tries to give the sigils to him. Yeah, as his kills. Yeah. And he's like, no. I'm sad. So then, you know, Echo kills Ilian. Way to go, Echo. And he says he's paralyzed, like he can't feel his, like he can't move. Yeah. So what else is he going to do? Yeah. And uh, he says, you promised. And this, like, stays with me, man. I still, I'm still thinking about it. Why? Well, okay, I mean, I, I'm not really all that sure, but, I mean, first of all, I really liked Ilian. Second of all, um, like, I've played this character before. 
Okay. When I was in my first, or beginning of my second year of college, I was in a show and I played a 14-year-old boy who, at the end of the show, was pretty much asking the main character to kill him. Um, so, oh like, I don't I've just been, I feel like I've been there. Uh-huh. So, I don't know, I just keep thinking about it. That's really dark. Well, I mean, if it helps, like, it was a zombie show, so <laughs> if that makes you feel a little bit better. But, yeah, I mean, I made people cry. It was a whole thing. You're proud of yourself. No, yeah, I, I mean, I was most people's favorite character, I think. I mean, there were some great characters in that, but, like, I was a 14-year-old boy who carried around a mop and used it to fend off zombies, so. I mean, how, do, how is that not your favorite character, to be honest? Yeah. 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 I miss that character a lot. And so, like, when he said that, I was like, I I know. I get that. I know that feel, man. I know that feel. Feels bad, man. Yeah. Anyway, I'll probably still be thinking about it next week. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, so then she uses the Dumbledore me. quote, and it's nice, and he dies, and it's he has a single tear, and you're like, this is the most sad. I cried. This is a poetic death. It's kind of like... It's reminiscent of Adam's death, and it's reminiscent of Finn's, Finn's death. death. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, I was thinking about Finn the entire time. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. once again, Octavia and Clark. They're really drawing a lot of parallels between Octavia and Clark in this episode. Yeah. Where Octavia is slowly morphing into, like, what I think Clark is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But is not becoming. Right. So now Bellamy's in the arena, and... The flame keepers that are what? They're just bad at their job. <laughs> Why? Because they don't spot Bellamy? They don't catch Bellamy or Echo. I think what we've established here is that flame keepers are bad at their jobs in general, except for Gaia. Yeah. Like, Titus true, true, true. was terrible I mean, that's why job. she wins. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> me and my mom both thought, wow, that guy looks like Patrick Warburton. And then when I was watching your live stream of well, you watching the episode, you said, that's Patrick Warburton. And I'm like... Oh, so it was not just us. No, he he looked so much like Patrick Warburton. I was like, I know it's not Patrick Warburton, but, like, mm-hmm. it could be his brother. You know, I just met Patrick Warburton. You did indeed. Mm-hmm. At he was really nice. Calgary Expo. Robin, who else did you meet at Calgary Expo? I, I met Bob. Well, I've already met Bob, so it wasn't really meeting Bob. I was just kind of visiting him, you know? Oh, my God. I hate you. I gave him a letter, so if he hits us up for an interview, then that'd be cool. But if he doesn't, then he doesn't. But he has the he has the opportunity, and he has the means of doing that. So we'll see. He's so nice. But until then, we'll interview Louisa, and that should come out pretty quickly after this episode comes out. Heck yes, it will. We have lots of cool questions, so it should be fun. Louisa, who was not in this episode, but who I would have paid good money to see react to this episode. Imagine Amori watching all of this go down. Oh my gosh, right? Like, Murphy and Amori just stand in there going, what uh, What is going on here? And then Luna catches his sigil on her trident, and it's like this really cool moment that you're like, "Mm, is that plausible, I guess? It was, at that point, I didn't care if it was plausible. It was so badass that I was like, oh, queen. Um, so then Bellamy and Echo are, like, being all scrappy, and then Roan finds them, and he's like, I heard you down the street! You guys are real subtle! Yeah, I mean, 
Bellamy, I understand. He's not exactly a subtle person. But Echo? Mm. Isn't she supposed to be a spy? I think it's so interesting that Roan goes, what are you guys doing? And Bellamy goes, ah, it was her fault. She was the one who was up here. It wasn't and Roan's like, I fully believe you. Echo, what you doing, man? <laughs> he knows Echo so well. He's like, I know you were the shit disturber in this situation. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, I'm not my mom. I am not willing to sacrifice honor for power. And that's I'm why really we all glad love that Roan. I'm really glad that they keep bringing up the fact that, like, Echo keeps doing things that Naya would do, and Rowan mm-hmm. keeps saying, I am nothing like Naya, and it is a mistake to keep trying to advise me as if I am. Yeah. Um, also, R.I.P. Naya. She would have been a great villain if they hadn't killed her so early. So Echo's banished, and now she's not as Geta anymore, but, like, how would anyone know now that Rowan is dead? That's, like, the whole point, right? It's, like, no one knows the she's banished. The only person who knows is Bellamy. And Octavia. Right. But here's the thing, is that he banishes her just like he was banished at the beginning of season three. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, it's like he became Hmm. his mother, but he didn't become his mother. Uh, Octavia's hiding, and Roan lets Bellamy go, and he just has this wonderful line that I'm not going to talk about because it's going to be my favorite line at the end of the episode. Okay. Um, And so now the Blakes are bros again. But I kind of, I mean, I kind of wish, like, if this was all we were going to get, then, like, that's okay. But I kind of wish, like, I just want a hug. I just want a Blake's hug, you know? Yeah, they're such good huggers, too. But yeah. I love this. It was, like, finally I the can end confirm. of the arc. I can confirm. Oh, you can confirm that Bob Morley's a good hugger? Yes, I have done so three times now. Shut up, Robin. Please go ahead and go on my Twitter and view my, um, what, what's it called? The main picture thing. Your display picture? My display picture and my cover photo. They're both pictures of me beside Bob. Also, now it's a ship, apparently. I've got at least three people who are shipping the ship. Oh my god, what's your ship name? Is it Bobbin? It's Bobbin. <gasps> Bobbin! B-O-B-B-Y-N. Yeah. Well, that's my new so. favorite ship name that's ever existed. Oh, good. Okay, well, everyone just go ahead and join the bandwagon because it's the best ship you've heard of. It's your new OTP, you know. So now we have Mezzi Calm Luota Crew, which is which one? Uh, that's the Shallow Valley. Cool. So that's that one. And then the only four people who are left are Roan, Luna, Octavia, and Guaro Campota Crew. Um, there's this person, um, called Chancellor Fangirl. It's at Chance Fangirl on Twitter. And, like, this is the funniest thing to me. Like, (laughs) when we were watching and I saw this, I thought it was the funniest thing ever. It only has five retweets and ten likes right now. Like, no one else thought of, like, I don't know. But this is the exact tweet. That third name was Redshirt.com Redshirt Crew, right? (laughs) It's so true, though. It's so true. Like, and I, th- I saw that one. I got that one, you know? I was, like, the minute that scene aired and it was like, okay, so main character, guest star, guest star, red shirt. Yeah, Gee, exactly. I wonder who's like, going to die next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then uh, Kane and Indra. Kane thanks Indra for teaching Octavia how to fight. And then Indra says, if she wins, we'll see what she has truly learned. Which is interesting because Theo said, we'll see what you've learned 
I don't know. It's just a thing. It's a theme. And I like that, like, Indra kind of implied that, like, Octavia learned several things from, like, several influences that were, like, mentors. Yeah. And, like, Octavia, like, has two new parents, and it's it's uh, Indra and Kane. Cute. Yeah. And they're really good parents, and they're best friends. So then Rowan's mad at Octavia because she lied about the flame. And it's interesting because... <laughs> He's like, you lied. And she's like, yeah, but I lied for a reason. And he's like, well, I, I see where you came from. That honestly made me laugh out loud. He was like, well, you would have killed Gaia's daughter. And he's like, you right. <laughs> so then Octavia and Roan decide to have a truce so that they can kill Luna, which makes sense. Um, it makes perfect sense. And I was very proud. Uh, and then Bellamy is kidnapped. And I was really mad when I saw that because I was like, I just assumed that he got back to the tower. I was, like, not even worried about him anymore. I kind of figured he'd just, like, hang out somewhere in that room and hide. Mm-hmm. But apparently not. Apparently. I guess. But now knowing what we know, who do you think did it? I think it was Jaha. You think it was Jaha? Yeah, I guess you would. I, do. I don't know if Clark could drag Bellamy. <laughs> no, and that person was large. I really think yeah. it was Jaha. Wow, imagine Jaha doing his own dirty work for once. That's shocking. But, like, what is... Clearly they have something like chloroform. Where did they get chloroform from? This one I actually bought because I assume it was probably in whatever med bay is in the bunker. Okay, I support that. Yeah. Okay, here's a big question that my mom was asking, though. Okay, Mm. are you ready for this? Yeah. How did they know Bellamy was out there? Yeah, I'd love to know the answer to that question. Like, were they just on their way to the tower and they were like, oh, now I don't have to make the trip. Like... How like, was, were they gonna go up to the tower and steal him away? Like I don't know. And like, did they, was there some way that they could predict that Bellamy would go out and try and find Octavia? Like, where did the logic come in that they could grab Bellamy? Because like, I really don't think that Bellamy would have gone out there unless Echo was up there trying to like cheat. So what? It, it must have been that they were on their way to the tower to grab Bellamy. Because in no world do I imagine that. Um, Clark asked for Kane to be grabbed. I think Clark always intended on leaving him to rot. You think? Of course, because they only brought one person to grab one. You can't haul two bodies. Oh, with you're one right. Person. No, Clark. Because I was thinking that maybe um, they were gonna go when he was on his way up to the tower. He was gonna grab both of them, but then Bellamy was there, so they were like, "Eh, we'll just do that." But you're right. There, like, there's no way Jaha could carry both of them, and there was no way they were ever gonna be able to talk Bellamy and. Um, Kane into ditching the whole tradition in the middle of the conclave to be like, oh, we're gonna lock ourselves in the bunker, because they would have been like, no! Octavia's out there and she might die! Yeah, yeah. So I think Clark always intended, and I think there's a serious Jaha issue behind this, is Jaha is looking to seize the Chancellor title back from someone, and he saw a perfect opportunity to exclude Kane. Right. So, yeah, I think, yeah. It must have been that they okay. were on the way to the tower. So then Luna kills the red shirt and she's all, last time we fought I was injured and last time we fought I wasn't trying to kill you and la la la. And then they fight like they do and Luna has this like matrix duck and it's really freaking sweet. Um, and then the black rain happens. Luna rightfully should have won that conclave. No, I agree. Like... But I like that the thing that won the conclave was just good scheming, not good fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I definitely agree. Yeah. Rowan is, like, toughing it out in the black rain after Octavia's run away. And Luna 
Luna is fine because she's a nightblood. But I have a yes. question. Yes. Um, with Mount Weather logic, Sky Crew should be better resistant to black rain than ground regular grounders are, right? Um, yes. Grounders have like so. some radiation resistance, but not nearly as much as Sky Crew and not as much as um nightbloods. Nightbloods. Right. Okay. So Roan is just being a real tough guy then. I guess. I mean, I, where are his lesions? <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. But either way, then Roan dies and drowns in the thing. No, he and... didn't. Bro. He's fine. Bro. He's fine! Bro. What? I was really hoping that he was faking out like he did in 302. I know, but they said he was really dead. Yeah, and it's like water and Luna and it's a whole thing. Yeah, that was predictable i like that luna's solution to everything is water she's yeah. like raven land the rocket in water and raven's like oh this genius why did none of us think about it and it's like because no one else is a mermaid but luna yeah so yeah i and i'm glad honestly i'm glad like i'm not glad that roan died but i'm glad that they're saying he's dead like he's not gonna come back because i think that might be a cop out no he's fine brought him back i know you can't keep a grounder alive for more than five minutes on this show and then they killed yeah, all of them. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna so, I'm gonna miss that dramatic man, you know? I'm gonna miss him. Yeah. Yeah. He he was a good buddy. I think he could have been bros with so many people. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. I was super ready to ship he and Clark. Yeah. That could have been like imagine Clark is the queen of Asgeta. Oh man. Like I wasn't into it in season three, but I was into it in season four. Yeah. Alas. Yeah. So many lost relationships that could have happened. So now we've got Luna, and she's, like, doing this monologue at Octavia. And well, she's a James Bond villain, okay? Yeah, she's talking about how she used to feel about peace and stuff. And she's talking about darkness, which is something that we were talking about before when she was talking with Murphy and when she was talking with mm-hmm. Raven about how she knew the darkness. Um, and now she's saying that she is the darkness. And she was thinking that when she was across from her brother... She wanted the living sibling to be her. So... There's some dark themes in here. Like we were talking about before, when she was talking about it, it's like the only brother-sister siblings that we've ever known, really, are Luna and her brother, Amorian Otan, and Bellamy and Octavia. So all of the times that they talk about their brothers almost always has to be a parallel or, like, a, a hint. Yeah. And the the thing that always comes back to is like how far are you willing to go for your sibling mm-hmm. and by the way it did well <laughs> there's just like another tangent of things that irritate me is we never saw more ideal with what happened to otan but like i guess whatever no yeah you're right i wonder if she knows that he's dead or i guess she does because she was in the city of light of course she knows yeah for sure she knows right so like all of the problem is all of these people you know, Amori, Luna, they've all been through so much at the hands of Sky Crew that I mm-hmm. cannot, in good conscience, root from the, for the royal we of Sky Crew. Right. You know? It's like, at this yeah. point, the only clan allegiance that makes sense to me is Flippin' Tree Crew. Okay, anyway. Luna stabs the cabinet, and Octavia's not in there. Like, where is she? We don't know. But then Octavia stabs Luna, and she's all there. No! People worth saving, just not you. Okay, that's bull. Luna was worth saving because Luna, Luna had her whole life destroyed by Sky Crew, by Allie, by all of this stuff. 
she deserves to have some kind of redemption arc. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. She deserved more than what she got. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially because she was the last of her kind. Yeah. Now, like, Flokuru quite literally doesn't exist anymore. Now there's only 12 clans. Yeah, I guess that's true. So, like, when they come out of the second apocalypse, there will not be any descendants of Flokuru. There will be nothing. They'll no. just be gone. Yeah. That's really sad. It is sad. Then there's this also really sad moment where Roan's candle gets put out and Echo is, like, real sad. And then Octavia walks in in slow-mo and she says that the bunker belongs to everybody and Indra says Lincoln would be proud of her. So then Kane's like, there's not going to be enough room for all of Sky Crew. And she's like, it's Unity Day, Kane. But I'm like, here's the thing. Now we learn that Sky Crew is already all in there, but like, there's not, like, how many people, how many people are left in Sky Crew? 400. So there's still so much room. Yep. What the heck? So, okay, but here's the most important thing about Octavia stepping up and saying, I didn't do this for me, I didn't do this for Sky Crew, I did this for all of us. Right. Octavia is the person who has cringeworthy statement coming up, transcended tribalism. Mm-hmm. She is the person who is actually living out Lex's legacy, which is uniting everyone into one crew and right. saying, we will all survive together or not at all. So, Octavia is the true hero of Sky Crew. Yeah. Octavia accomplished what Clark could not. And it's, it's hard because, you know, you can see that Clark had been putting in the effort the entire time. It was just, it was never meant to be Clark's job. Because, mm-hmm. and I think there's, like, a lot of, like, thematic reasons behind that. And a lot of character reasons behind that. Primarily because Clark doesn't respect the tra- traditions of Grounders at all. Right. Whereas Octavia does. She she assimilated into the grounder belief system and respected it. Mm-hmm. And loved someone from that and loved the way he loved his own people. And so it makes perfect sense that in the end it was Octavia to do it. Yeah. And at this point in my mind, because, you know, Octavia's arc this season has been kind of like, you know, who is she? You can see where it was building to the entire time, which is, I am no one because we are all one people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's cool as hell. It is. I like it. And sucks to be Clark. So then we have Miller down there telling everybody where to go. And it's interesting because they're still splitting everyone up. They're still saying Alpha Station go here, Farm Station go here, Mecha Station go here, you know? Yep. And so since we know that Miller is there, that means that definitely Jackson... And Imori and Murphy are also down there. Yep. And that means Clark knows that Raven's not coming. She sure does. So that's a thing. You know what that also means? What? Clark knows that um, Monty and Jasper and Harper are still back at Arcadia. Yep. So there's no Kane, no Indra, no Octavia, no Monty, and no Harper in there right now. Yep. And she's like, well, hmm. Oh, well. We'll, we'll get there in a second. So Bellamy wakes up, and Jaha equals Clark, and it turns out it was Clark's freaking idea, and she's all, I had no choice! And I'm like, stop! Literally, Abby told her, we always have a choice. Every time. Every time she says, I have no choice in what I'm doing, it's no, you didn't consult anyone that doesn't agree with you. 
mm-hmm. about your choices. Yeah. So then it's locked on the outside, and it was all they all got gassed, like Mount Weather, and so they know it was Sky Crew who did it, and everything's crappy. Yep. So cool. So I know that we are supposed to root for Clark, but right now I'm like, just kick Clark out of the bunker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because there's... And, like, you know that so few people knew about this plan. Yeah. Like, it probably was something like... I don't even know if Miller knew the whole plan. Yeah, I feel like maybe they all were all walking in and Clark and Jaha were like, uh-huh, yep, yeah. this is ours now. We won it. Um, we, We're the ones who, like, they're letting us go in here. And also, like, how did they get there? Like, like how stupid would the grounders be if they were like, okay, and Sky Crew, your safe zone is where the bunker is. Right? So they must have gone through the tunnels, right? Like, the only thing that I can think is that at the beginning of the episode, Clark said that she was going to go join Abby in preparing the bunker. So I think Sky Crew were charged with, like, getting the bunker up and running mm-hmm. um, because they were the only ones who knew, like, the technology of the entire bunker and things like that. Right. And then everyone was who was in, it was just kind of, they were like, okay, well, we need you here and you here. And I guess, I don't know where I was going with this. I'm just confused. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm confused and I'm angry. Mhm. Mhm. Cuz I can't I can't root for Clark right now. No. No, no, no. I can't root for Clark. I'm like she locked out Bellamy's sister. I I can't I'm done with Clark right now. Same. Just done. And she yep. bl- she split up Kane and Abby. I know. And when Abby finds out, she's going to be real mad. She could be like, hey, mom, so, um, you can't see our boyfriend ever again, like, forever. Like, he's gonna die out there. Is that okay? Yeah. I don't think Abby, there has to be another way Griffin is going to accept that as fact. No. No, I don't think so either. So I'm super excited for, uh, Abby to team up with, I'm just assuming Murphy. Yeah. (laughs) Murphy and Bellamy. Yeah. But that'd be cool. I love it. I love it. Okay, so now it's time for our segments. Uh, my segment is called the Post-Apocalyptic Sass Watch. Once again, not a whole lot of sass because it was super dramatic. So um, my line award this episode goes to Roan and Bellamy for... Before she dies, I'll tell her she's lucky to have you as a brother. I got a better idea. After she guts you and before you die, you tell her I was the lucky one. It's a good, good quote. Very praised. RT if you cried every time. I cry ever, ever Tim. And my segment is called CGSW, Clark Griffin Shower Watch, and I don't really care if Clark took yeah, a shower. Yeah, I was gonna say, I just don't care. I hope she's dirty. I hope that, like, her hair gets tangled and she has to chop it off. I don't really care. I mean, yeah. listen, I love Clark, but I'm mad at Clark right now. My second segment is called the Most Valuable Protagonist Award. So this week's MVP is obviously Octavia. Octavia. Mm-hmm. And my second segment is Marcus Kane Beard Appreciation. Um, good beard. Good beard. Good beard. Yeah, yeah, good. Very good. peaceful beard. Yes. He's agreed, doing a agreed. good job. And locking that beard out from the general public is just a crime against humanity. True. Yeah. Here, our last segment was called Ronan Echo Makeup Hour, and um, no. it's kind of unfortunate because we we didn't actually really get to have an official Ronan Echo Makeup Hour yeah. before it was taken taken away from us. So instead, let's just pour one out for Rowan. Yeah. R.I.P. Rowan. Rush up. Yeah. I miss you already. 
Stay huge. You had good abs. <laughs> Stay huge. All right. Do you want to do a Mad Lib? Heck yes, I do. Okay, give me them. I'll do them. I'll try them real hard. Okay, so what we're doing is um, we're doing the 100 themed Mad Libs. So this week I'm going to be giving Robin them, and this is going to be just hilarious. I'm excited. Okay, so I'm going to need... Okay, this is Afraid of the Dark, so keep mind of the theme. Okay, so plural noun. Tridents. Tridents. Okay. Uh, verb ending in ing. I-N-G. Okay. I'm going to go with stabbing. Stabbing. Okay. Ooh, this is good. This is very on brand right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, a noun. Um, a noun. Uh, let's go with sigil. Sigil. Ooh, that's a good one too. Okay. Um, now I need a plural noun. Plural noun. Okay. Arrows. And I need another noun. Another noun. Uh, bunker. Okay. Uh, part of the body. Arm. Okay. Which is what Octavia cut off of that dude. <laughs> Sucks to be you, dude. Good thing he died immediately. Um, a noun. Uh, ally. Okay. Um, a verb ending in ing. Okay. Um, drowning. <laughs> okay. Um, I need a part of the body, plural. Okay. Eyes. Okay, okay. Verb ending in ing. Watching. <laughs> okay, a noun. what they're doing through giant binoculars. Uh-huh. I need a noun. A noun. Binoculars. Good, good. Well done, Gryffindor. Thank you. Um, I need, like, another noun. Okay, okay. Uh, let's go with fountain. Fountain. Oh, okay. Part of the body. Brain. Ooh. Wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> Adverb. Adverb. Uh, slowly. Good. Okay. And part of the body, plural. Um, why are there so many body parts? Okay. Let's go with feet. Okay. I don't know. I ran out of body parts that are right. relevant. Are you ready to hear it? Yes, I am. Okay. I was home alone and scared out of my tridents. I could hear the wind stabbing, and off in the distance, a sigil was howling. Oh. I crossed the room, locked the bunker, that one was good, Oh! and climbed into bed, pulling the arrows over my arm. Then it happened. Oh. I could hear an ally drowning up oh. the stairs. Oh. <laughs> that was upsetting. My eyes started to chatter, and my knees began to... began watching... The binoculars was thrust open and a huge fountain with hair all over his brain entered. It was my father. Hi, we're home, he said slowly. Hope you weren't afraid of staying home alone. No, I said, lying through my feet. Wow. 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 Okay. Wow. It was beautiful. I'm really pleased with how that turned out. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a good one. All right, cool. Now it's time for our trailer reaction, so here we go. Go ahead and call it. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Hello from the other side. Yeah, duh, Clark. Wow, it's almost like Bellamy's mad. Look at Abby's beautiful. These are, things are going poorly. You, like, Abby, like, is so mad. Look at, I, so Echo's still in the club. Octavia always has hope. 
Wow. Like, um, let's not kill Bellamy. That would be like not good for me. I'd be. Clark really is upset. literally on the edge. I'm not pleased. I'm not pleased, but I'm really intrigued after this trailer. Like when I saw it, I was like, oh, mm -hmm. this is actually going to be really nice to watch. Yeah, it's going to be real interesting. Also, shout out to the Cabby fandom for watching that and seeing um, Kane behind Jahan. One of those shots was me mm -hmm. he gets in the in the. So uh, Kane bunker. gets in. So that makes me feel real good, and I'm excited to see how angry Abby gets to get him inside. So that's going to be freaking great. All right. All right, we did it. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, our music is Terminal by Good News Tunes. If you're a fan of Riverdale, we like to talk about that show too, and we'll be doing so shortly. Yes, and uh, if you're a fan of Lost, please listen to our Lost podcast. We're looking for guests, so if you're a fan or if you're watching along, go ahead and tweet either of us, and we can maybe get you in for season one. Come talk to us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can follow The Aficionados on Twitter at, at The Aficionados. You can tweet us with anything you'd like to discuss, point out, and we will discuss it on the podcast because you guys are smarter than us, like, a lot of the time, so <laughs> we like when that happens. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash theaficionados. And our Patreon is patreon.com slash theaficionados. Um, we have some pretty sweet perks, um, including some deleted scenes that we're going to be putting on Patreon. So if you donate to a certain level, you will get to hear just some absolute nonsense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Something ridiculous oh, yeah. just happened that I'm really excited Stop! to put on there. Damn it! <laughs> but legitimately, we, we, are, we do have some serious costs it does actually take some money to do a podcast especially because we have three podcasts so we do have to pay for quite a lot of it and so if you guys could honestly do anything even one dollar a month we would be so so grateful and we've got some really cool things uh that you can get for that so that'd be awesome yeah and honestly love, love you. you guys so much thank you if you can or can't donate we love you just the same yeah yeah our website is theaficionados.com and we have a Tumblr, which is The Aficionados. And Robin, you wrote an article on there. I did, yeah. Uh, it was the article that people have been waiting for where <laughs> I uh, took a, all the 21 Pilot songs and put a, the 100 character to each of them. And Roan and Alien and Luna all got one, so go check it out. R.I.P. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Britannia, which is B-R-I-T-T-A-N-I-A -I with an underscore at the end. You can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey. That's R-O-B-Y-N-E-J-E-F-F-R-E-Y. Pretty much everywhere. I also run at The 100 Script on Twitter. And we are almost done the season two finale. So, cool. Uh, you can join us next week for episode 411, which is The Other Side, which is the episode that Henry and Cusick directed. So, obviously, I'm very excited. <laughs> it's also the sort of thing that Jasper says all the time. And so that concerns me. What do you mean? Like, see you like, on the other side? It's the other side. Like, he says, I'll see you on the other side. Like, is he gonna, like, is he gonna go to the other side now? I mean, I think so. I mean, quite literally, it's the other side of the bunker. Oh, yeah. But also <laughs> that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. 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 Bye.